0: Welcome back to Beers with Buds. I'm your host, Andrew Friedman, the <laughs> Cannabis Sommelier. Today I'm joined by my really good bud, Russell Hillman. Russell, how are you doing today? I'm doing super good, man. Thank you for having me. This is awesome. Thanks for being here. I'm stoked. Uh, I really love chatting with you. I love that we met through music years ago. There's been so many cool things that we get to talk about, and I'm, I'm stoked to see where the conversation goes. So why don't you just tell me uh, tell me about yourself, tell me about music, tell me about all of your hustles and your who you are today. What makes Russell...
1: Hey man, well uh, I'm <laughs> I'm an aspiring DJ and producer. Well, you know, I guess I'm a s- semi-successful DJ, but aspiring producer. We're working on that. Uh I also run a live stream uh called The Shark Tank and uh hopefully you guys can come check that out one day. Uh I uh I I love uh I love all the interaction i can have with uh with the community doing live streaming and stuff so i'm uh, i'm pretty stoked on on that aspect of of my life right now and uh yeah man i'm actually really stoked on you in oh, particular just- right now i listened to the podcast earlier today with uh with some work friends and uh we're all pretty engaged and uh, super stoked on on uh, having a good buddy that's uh, that's doing so well and, and just killing it out there.
0: Oh, I'm just trying to make content and share people's stories. So yeah, Shark Tank on Twitch is pretty cool. And you used to do it what the Shark Tank was every Wednesday before. Is it still as regular now?
1: Yeah, yeah. We're on a bit of a hiatus, which is uh, which is you know fine. Uh, but we used to we used to run every Wednesday night from seven till midnight. With local DJs and and uh, producers, whoever whoever we could really find, we were just kind of scrounging up left and right, whoever we could. Get our hands on basically <laughs> no real genre discrimination or or anything like that. We just kind of were like, hey, do you play music? Do you make music? Come hang out. Let's let's do it. Let's do you ever have any problems with
0: like uh, with the streaming services and like
1: playing tunes? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. That's actually one of the uh, one of the largest problems and and something that most people ask me about almost immediately when they start their own stream is uh, why did my video get taken down of of me DJing and copywriting and and uh you know you get you get copystriked so so fast on places like youtube and facebook but uh for some reason uh twitch has been a nice little home they if they do find a copyrighted track in your mix like we have we have archives that go up and you can listen back to the mix but we don't get taken down during the stream and then they'll they'll just cut out the track
0: Oh, and the stream a, is never sabotage. Yeah, it's the stream? stream
1: is. Well, you lose the audio, but you can see it, and it's kind of like, oh well, they got, they got they hit car Like you know, there's no real way getting around it. Like I can't find a way to get around getting copy striked in, in a stream.
0: You guys, just gotta write all your own music.
1: Yeah, well, that's the thing. I what got we piles have, of it, bro. Well, that's the thing is we have we have had Shark Tanks where we do not get shut down for a second we get the full like five hours
0: yeah that's just, awesome
1: oh it was some some of those nights were just incredible too we were we were lucky that we have some really really interesting people
0: jamming hey what got you into djing well
1: uh oddly enough it was uh, it was turntablism uh kid koala i don't okay. know if you know about kid koala he's a canadian uh, turntablist and really really experimental stuff like you're not really you're not really not really thinking about like hip-hop turntablism we're thinking about like really kind of out there left field like this guy's making a bass line with one turntable while he's like scratching in like a weird trumpet solo yeah he's using it as an instrument is he's very much an instrumentalist but uh yeah i i kind of found this guy i was really into like heavy metal death metal um and hardcore music okay up until kind of I would say 2009 and then all of a sudden this kind of experimental music hit me and I all of a sudden was interested in turntables and DJing and the gear and then an interest in gear all of a sudden turned into an interest in music and I was into dubstep and I moved into hip-hop, house.
0: And dubstep, the heavy the, metal the he- of dance music. The heavy metal
1: of dance music. Thank God for dubstep though. Like we, I gotta, I gotta be honest, man. Like, as much as I, I look back and i, I kind of cringe now i i think about it i'm like this is the thing that started me on this path this is the thing that started me doing stuff that i love so
0: yeah and what do you do you see it as like a as a future cuz you got a pretty cool job now working in music but uh would you is djing like the end goal what do you want to do with it do you want to tour the world like after making the content what's the what's the hope you know
1: um djing is is this year I've kind of made it a made it a goal to make it more serious, more of a more of a you know, like I said earlier, aspiring producer. I wanna start making my music. I wanna start mm-hmm. like cause I, I've been a pure a purist DJ for the last little while, not really branching out into into any kind of uh into any kind of producing. But uh now that I'm kind of I've thought real hard about really what I want to be doing and, and this is totally it. And it's the thing that really drives me to, to, you know, get up in the morning and like, I, I, I just should get some new gear. I should, I should be better. I should buy some tracks. I should do this. And now I'm like, you know, I can, I can make this into something more than just like, Oh, I have to make money to fuel my hobby. Right. Like I I can make, like, you know, even watching you, I don't want to just like talk about you the whole time as an inspiration, but you know, it it's true. Like watching you just like get in there and grind every day on Instagram and grind every day on YouTube. I'm like, you know what? I can do that too. I can do it too. Yes. And this is my year. Like, you know, I don't want to be, it's, you know, it's, no, it's that's, January and I'm saying this is my year, which is like the cheesiest shit you can say.
0: As long as you start crushing content, but it is like, your year.
1: Yeah, that's the thing is like, you know, I have big plans for Shark Tank this year. I'm going to be doing like a URL launch. That's why I didn't even really bother saying it, but uh just keep your eye out for the Shark Tank on Twitch. Uh it'll be under under music. Hopefully will be uh will be going up to uh once a week again uh and then potentially doing some cool like little live stream parties and, awesome. and little little parties here and there. There's there's a possibility that we'll be doing some guests um Guest streaming at a couple clubs.
0: I want to live stream. I want you to curate music for one of the dinners, and I want to live stream at the dinner. That would be
1: very easily done. Very yeah. easily
0: done. I be think we like should. That. I think we should do it. I think that's super, super cool. And any way, we can <clears throat> show people the tunes. So are you writing music now? All, honestly, I want to say though, all the lessons. Uh, I don't know if anybody knows that I that I used to be a musician, but all the lessons I learned from how I failed in music. Is everything i'm applying to uh the cannabis sommelier
1: yeah yeah well you i you've talked on this before to to me in private and that's also something really cool that i liked about this whole journey is you kind of just flipped flipped a, a situation that wasn't going your way on its head and just kind of made it happen right like you just like you made you made it work so well you learn lessons and you just made it happen so
0: it's all the long game though it's all about figuring out i keep quoting my buddy mario who is the second episode of the podcast and he said if you can figure out something you're passionate about and something that adds value for people and combine those two things yeah as long as you're patient it'll all it'll work and i love that i keep saying it i love i love how he said that
1: yeah as long as you're patient as long as you work hard and as long as you're patient it's not like you know it sounds like things just happen, like like you no. in the first episode that I just listened to today. On, uh, on google play you can get it on google play check that out yeah, Spotify. Beers with, butts. <laughs> beers with butts yeah we'll <laughs> just plug this we'll just plug the podcast right now love on it the, on the podcast, <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> you guys podcastception
0: we don't have yeah, advertising dollars that's what we gotta yeah, we do don't we don't got time ads. to do this can,
1: <laughs> you know you, you're listening to your average podcast this is about the time no it's not
0: no, yeah it's too early it's fine <laughs> so what kind of music are you writing now like are you writing music today uh, I am writing music currently. Yes, um, you got tracks finished.
1: I have no tracks finished, Man, and this you is got to
0: start a blog. You got to be showing yeah. people the struggle of you not finishing tracks.
1: exactly, and that I feel like that might be a, a big portion of of me pushing forward to finishing tracks is actually putting the unfinished product out there because you'd putting, be accountable and putting pressure on <clears> myself <throat> to to actually finish these
0: things. It would be dope to be on Twitch every night writing music yeah <clears throat> yeah have a, I, have a schedule of when you write music yeah. and you're literally held accountable to be on your twitch stream from five to eight every yeah. monday to friday yeah see i i
1: actually just set up a buddy doing uh doing um music production live streaming just e- enoch Carrancho, You show you can look that guy up uh music by
0: uh enoch Music by Enoch. Where is he Enoch. doing the and live stream? He'll be on
1: Twitch and he'll be on Facebook and I think he's going to YouTube as well. He's
0: but he's good. He's he's been in the game for a yeah, while, Enoch's right? He's
1: been in the game for quite a while. So I want
0: right? to see you fade. I want to yeah, see you like yeah, having the. That's, that's the struggle. Maybe
1: just me me sucking. And, yeah, and nobody and wants to see frustrated. somebody who's really good. Maybe all I'll the time. play up the rage. We'll just make it like a, a gamer rage, but instead it's like producer
0: six months in eight months in when you get to that moment (laughs) and you're like okay i'm switching out my monitors i got these old monitors i got this keyboard like freak out and smash it yeah yeah rage quit like game over and it'll go viral make that viral video
1: that's what i'm saying and be like hey i was just kidding come check out my videos
0: mike tyson does it best he was the best boxer ever because he understood that people were paying a fortune to come see a show
1: yeah, that's that's true. Mike Tyson. That was Mike. a good episode of uh, Joe Rogan. I don't know if you. Yeah,
0: he he was uh, he was interesting. I liked that he was smoking weed his whole life. Yeah, that was a uh, it was
1: a really really interesting to to hear from that guy in that perspective. It's really
0: really odd. Yeah, really odd. First time I did LSD, I was like eleven. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, when I was eleven, if I had done LSD, my I don't even know what kind of psychopath I would be today.
1: Yeah, I, I can't imagine what uh, what that kind of childhood would would have done.
0: <laughs> hey, well, you know, I see you over there drinking water, but it's beers with buds, so I think I need a crack of beer for us. I have this uh, oh, yeah. Dandy Brewing Company. This seems to be a trend because I had one uh, in episode one with Mackenzie Pudessy, the Traveling Psalm, and we had uh, a Baltus Von Tassel from Ooh. Dandy. So I, re- I I guess I like to share the Dandy brews, and this is the first time you've had Dandy as well, right?
1: Yeah, this is actually my first time. Uh, are these are... Are these people from Calgary?
0: Yeah, the the breweries in, uh, oh man, how am I forgetting this? Uh, like, kind, Ingle- kind of Inglewood? Ramsey neighborhood. Oh, Ramsey, just Inglewood? just outside of Inglewood, yeah. 12th Ave. Um, yeah, nice spot, nice tap room, pretty good food. Some friends started a brewery, and I appreciate that. So we got the dandy in the underworld, stout, nice stout, looks like a nice rich head, lacings all right on the head that makes absolutely no sense if you're not a beer nerd and you're yeah just yeah listening t- for the t- t- tell
1: me exactly what you said there in in english though because oh. like i was actually going to ask you this like the foam I was thinking, the way
0: that the foam's lacing together okay so the foam the
1: laces
0: yeah but all foams la- lace and layer differently like even I poured yours kinda of poorly and it looks flat and mine looks like a delicious beer. That's okay. I feel bad. I feel like I should trade you, but I'm gonna If you
1: guys can see it, it just looks like a it looks like a glass of, of Coca Cola that's flat. Flat Okay, Coca- <laughs> mine looks
0: like a frothy,
1: delicious like uh, <laughs> Yeah, yours looks very good. There's hold like Hold on, a, let me try and top um, you up and get a real let's splash see if in there. We can, uh,
0: no, that did absolutely nothing. Yeah, it just cheers. looks. Oh, yeah, it, yeah. It looks we got a little more. We got cold. some bubbles. Jeez. We got some bubbles. Hey, cheers! Thanks for being here. Hey, man. So, why don't you tell me? Do you want me to? Do you want to tell me what you think about the beer? Or should I just tell everybody what I think you know,
1: about the you beer? You know what? Um, how about I do a tasting note and you tell me.
0: <laughs> no I don't, I don't want to tell you if you're wrong or right
1: no no no. i want you to t- i want you to tell me how accurate okay, okay. i would be to you okay
0: yeah Yeah. That okay. this isn't about like if i was your wrong. teacher
1: if let's just say let's just say that i'm secretly a beer nerd like yeah okay let, i'm not yeah yeah let's just clear that up right now but like let's say i'm a secretly a beer nerd i'm gonna give you my tasting note okay and nail then it we'll see what happens
0: i love it smell it first mm-hmm it's okay. Now you That's are- not how
1: I do my tasting note, bro. Either, oh, okay. Right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm like, oh, what is Yeah. What does it smell like?
1: Okay, okay. I smell. It's, it smells kind of like, um, like a rum. It's like a, like a rummy flavor. I, I smell kind of that kind of oaky rum. Uh, and then I'm going to say. Mm. Mm. You know, it's way lighter than I thought it was going to be. Good. It's like it's so dark. Like I said, it looked like it looked like a Coca Cola.
0: It's got a nice light stuff. it's
1: really nice. It's, it's like really nice stout. and light. Like it's refreshing.
0: Um. Okay. What does it taste like though? Uh,
1: I can't put my finger on it right now. I'm. It's it's sweet. Like I said, I I really do kind of. I want to go through with that like rum flavor, that like oaky smoky.
0: Okay. I wouldn't say flavor. it tastes like oak. Uh, at all. hmm but it's hard i don't know what oak tastes like i know people (laughs) say the word oak often but i think it tastes like uh like cocoa and almond and coffee and i think it does taste like flat coca-cola a little bit
1: it's got a little bit of that sweetness to it i think
0: not oak but maybe the baking spice that's in oak Mm -hmm. uh you know it has that kind of vanilla nutmeggy it's very familiar on a it's it's interesting because it's such a it's such a dark beer with such a light body, but it seems so familiar on a cold day. It's the best way I can yeah. describe the taste yeah. and smell. The smell has a lot more almond on it than the palate does. Almond and hazelnut.
1: Yeah, I smell almond now that you say it. But that's like just because you said it, probably.
0: It could be, it's or like... you know. But that's what I'm here for, right? That's why yeah. I have a job, so I can yeah. just tell people what I think.
1: Yeah, exactly. And you know, you're you're professional, so people have to listen.
0: That's a hard that's a hard idea. I often tell people <laughs> and remind them not to listen to me too much because my opinions just one opinion. That's and
1: that's probably true, right? Like, you know, everyone smells differently.
0: Everybody has different memories because we can actu- we can only taste salty, sweet, sour, bitter, umami, mm-hmm. but we can smell memories. Right? And so oh, yeah, yeah. when taste and smell combine, that's what creates flavor. In that moment, every single person's memory of smell is completely different. So my memory of, you know, even the smell of of, uh, trees or a certain area, like I remember the smell of Heritage Park, which is a pioneer village in Calgary, very specifically, but it's one specific part when you're walking on the wood on a hot summer day, and that to me just resonates, but nobody else would have that memory. Yeah, 100%. I could see that. So yeah, that's why yeah, that's why I kind of want to write descriptively. I'm super excited for this new writing project that I'm doing. I'm gonna be working with uh, Kind selections and writing tasting notes about all the medicine or the you know the cannabis that's growing there and we're gonna basically compile it into a blog and then maybe a book. but I'm gonna uh, because I keep talking about micro vintages, mm-hmm. basically like inside a year of growing, you can get two, three, four crops in cannabis. And we're gonna see what was better. Uh, was it soil? Was it living bed? Um, was it here? Was it there? Was it this time of year? Was it in this place?
1: I'm very very excited. So you're doing a bunch of research. Like you're you're heading you're heading into some research territory there, basically. <clears throat> totally.
0: Yeah, it is research. It's deep research. Yeah. And it's gonna be great data for me because it'll really again make me the expert. I I uh I saw one canvas reviewer on Instagram just what somebody who followed me um and they were like i've tasted over 60 strains and i was like what how can you call yourself a cannabis reviewer if you've only tasted 60 strains that's like me saying i'm a wine reviewer and i've tasted 60 bottles of wine like that's (laughs) that's mental that's mental i'm a beer reviewer and i've tasted 60 beers i was like strains i feel like i've probably had 1500 1600 different strains. Well, yeah, you got to try them all. Like all of them and this next year I'm going to get at least uh, you know, 150 different ones, maybe 300 from one person.
1: See, like you're you're like very far in your Pokemon journey. You've almost caught them all. Like you're getting you're getting close to master.
0: I love that. <laughs> yeah, totally because it's going to be this point where there's going to be so much and I'm going to be I w- I don't like like what I really hope for. I don't want to be the authority, but I'd really like to be the authority if that makes sense. I'd love to I'd love to be the Robert Parker or James Suckling of cannabis, but you know, that's uh somebody's got to be the guy and I figure might as well be a cannabis guy instead of a, a suit.
1: Hey man, there's there's no problem <clears throat> with like, you know, just wanting to be the best at what you do too, like I just I just love that. Like it's sick. Like there's something about just doing something really well. That yeah. just feels, that feels good. You know what I mean? And and like <clears throat> being successful when you do it,
0: it's, it's a great. hard thing. I think there's a lot more failures than successes. I feel like I talk, a, I, I, uh, I, <clears throat> Instagram's kind of for like flexing and complaining. And I wish I showed more of my failures. I wish, uh, I wish there was more failures. Like, you know, Uh. sometimes it's, it's not as easy as it seems. I send a lot of emails with no replies.
1: Yeah, yeah, 100%. Well, like, you know, you're 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 just kind of, like, you're just keeping on, which is patience. all you really can do. You've got to, yeah, patience, like you said earlier. The
0: long game with, with music, especially. Uh got to give it out. It's uh, about creating content, right? Mm. If, <clears throat> if I could suggest one thing this year, it would be write a song every single day. If
1: I can make that happen, if I can get my skill set up to the... F- you know if i can get my skill set to that point then i'll do it yeah what does you it know? take to get to that point i think it's just practice at this Tot- point 10,000 10, hours like just do it every day right like totally. just, you know like do everything over and over and over and over again like you know it's it's the same as like playing video games or anything
0: yeah no music is a video game that's how i always thought about it to be honest with you as we stare at the logic pro 10 screen that we're recording on Every time I figured out a new trick or a new technique or a new screen, it felt like a level up. Oh yeah. Um, and then once you know, uh, if, once you put ten thousand hours into anything, you become a, you become a professional at it, and that's not an easy feat. It take but but ten thousand hours can be achieved. Yeah, pretty, absolutely. Pretty quickly if absolutely. you really set your mind to it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, music is a is definitely an interesting one and it's one that well we were just jamming you know uh you're yeah. part of hershey moigel and the bad jews nobody on yeah. the podcast knows about hershey moigel and the bad jews so I'm gonna oh give yeah. the rundown i have a jam band in my house again me and russell met through music years ago and uh <laughs> so with the jam band it's called hershey moigel and the bad jews and i'm hershey moigel and everybody that comes and plays in the band is a bad jew but at heart we're all bad jews so everybody in the crowd is also a bad jew and everybody want everyone of you home listening is a bad jew as well because you just know
1: this wonderful inclusive
0: group we're all just bjs family we're yeah. just families we're, we're just- all just bad jews religion tears everything down i just want to be a i just want to be me i'm just i no- i'm just a, a normal guy with a jew fro yep uh, i don't
1: have a jew fro but
0: yeah you know. but you're you're a bj
1: yeah, I am a bad Jew.
0: Yeah, so that, it's it's wicked, and the band is great. We were playing some funk, we were playing some metal, and some rock and roll, and that was great. What kind of music do you think you want to make? Like, I, did I ask you this before? Oh and yeah, we we were,
1: I think we were trying to get to that, but we we didn't get there. Um, I am a huge fan uh, currently. Of, of just electronic music in in almost all its shapes and forms. I just it's a wide. Re, it's very wide, and and also recently I've been going back to my roots on on metal and stuff, and I think I might kind of
0: fuse those two, bro. Fuse
1: something like that, or maybe even just produce a little like metal EP by myself. Just you know, do everything mm-hmm. by myself. And- being
0: a metal musician is almost harder than being a dance musician. Like people don't understand how saturated that market is. It's crazy,
1: absolutely, because absolutely. all those guys
0: are gung ho to oh yeah to fucking make it. Well,
1: that's the thing, right? It's like everyone in metal is so serious, and like that, that's the <laughs> <laughs> like well, not everyone. I wouldn't say everyone. Like you know, you go to a Children in bono concert, and they might play you know "Toxic" by Britney Spears, or like "Oops, I Did It Again," or something hilarious like that. Like those guys have humor, but like you got to be a serious musician to play metal.
0: Yeah, they're very good musicians, and, and you have people to don't like, understand. Push
1: yourself too, and this and this is part of you know.
0: Yeah, faster and louder, and metal drumming is intense, metal guitar is intense, it's like everybody's going as fast as they can and trying to play in harmony with a ton of distortion, and if you're not, like, super musical yeah. or or angry, uh, metal makes no sense.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, I feel like that's one of those, those genres that uh, if you don't really sit there and listen to the technicality of it like and i'm talking i don't know i'm i'm it's too brash hard, to
0: listen to the technicality a yeah. lot of the time though because it's just not appealing to some
1: well some people yeah some people can't even there's can't a lot of bad metal it. oh yeah but, but there's, there's a lot of bad music like this is a oh hell this yeah this is a whole other conversation in and of itself but yeah you know
0: there is a lot of bad music i feel like though metal because it's not a mainstream thing and you have to explore it on your own you end up pulling up a lot more turds than you do uh great ones you know you you end up you start with like pearl jam and dio and iron maiden and you know all the all All the classics and then you're like okay maybe i'll dive into like black metal or some norwegian death metal oh, and you're yeah. like wow how am i finding all these stinkers it's just like
1: there's definitely some bad stuff like real bad stuff i
0: there. love harmonies i love it when uh metal breaks down it, it's like really fast and, and, and then they like oh, slow down or like go halftime or something yeah and they just shred so hard just rip to oh, the man. fire and the flames, we carry on. Dee, de, de, is that Dragon
1: dee. Force? That's amazing. Yeah, Dragon Force was lit. You know, I don't even care that they didn't play that song for real. I don't even really. They, they sped, didn't. I heard they sped it up. I we should get we should get someone to look this up because I don't know if this is. Completely
0: I got Google shored. in my pocket. You let's, keep talking, and let's I'll Google, Google it. this
1: up. But what I heard, what I heard, is that the guitarist from Dragon Force can't actually play through the fire and flames at the speed that it is recorded no way i'm sure that he can now because people found out about it and he's found a way to do it or they've slowed the song for live performances but i'm not sure i'm, I'm truly uh I'm, I'm in the you know something i heard something i read could be true. Could not be true.
0: Inhuman rampage and features rapid twin guitar solos by Herman Lai and Sam Totman. Oh man. Uh no. I think uh I think it's good. I think it's good. Is it legit? Oh hold on. Ultimate guitar, the truth about Through the Fire and Flames. Oh. Okay, I, oh. uh let's see. It's proven that it's actually impossible to play that song. Played it very slow and sped it up with a computer program. How many of you were aware of this? This is just in some dicey form. Oh, it's
1: just in like a forum. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe it's untrue. Don't you know? Hit hit us in the comments and like tear tear me to shreds if if you know that I'm wrong. But yeah, uh, that's just what I heard. Well,
0: let's peep the dude. They got a video, right? Oh, damn. You're going
1: to get copyright strike for this. Oh, you're <laughs> well, right. I am. Take it down. <laughs> I am gonna get, that's the moment I get copyright <laughs> strike. You're right. I'm pretty sure you can play the intro, but that's the song we're talking about. It's just look it up through the fly, fire and <laughs> flames by Dragonforce. It does not appear to be <laughs> able to be played by a human being
0: with two <laughs> hands. This is why I play all my own music always. People don't it's know this, like, but a lot of the music in my videos I wrote.
1: Well, yeah. You, like you're you're a musical guy. Why not, right?
0: I know, but nobody ever knows. Nobody's ever asked. Once, t- sometimes I like, get some YouTube trolls that like shit all over the tunes. <laughs> worst song I've ever heard in a YouTube video, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you haven't heard the other bad music I've made. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's so much of this, you wouldn't believe it. That's yeah. how I feel. I'm like, oh my god, like if I put some music, maybe I'll make some, maybe I'll make music for you.
0: This is what I ask people all the time. And I'm like I don't know sense. why my producer buddies, I asked a few of them, I was like, hey, can you make me some tunes and I'll just play your music in the background of my videos? Yeah. And uh and- Sans music. So if you guys are listening, I would love you to send me some royalty free music and I want to feature it in my videos.
1: Yeah, send us some music that won't get us copy striked. Like, yeah. Just in general. Like don't f- sample for me- Dragon Force. Well, yeah, can't play can't be Dragon Force.
0: <laughs> well you can play the intro apparently so you can get like you could get a bit of it a little bit just a just a just a corner just a tease yeah just just a taste just a taste the corner
1: of the cracker
0: so um djing like have you opened for some big people i think i think i remember you doing some big people are you doing small shows uh
1: i'm i'm kind of like in a different in a different realm than i was um but yeah, I have opened for some pretty cool. Because when we first
0: met, you were working with Blueprint, right? Yeah, well,
1: I was working with Aqua, oh, which was Audio. absorbed by Blueprint, I believe. Which yeah. is, which is, you know, they're a promotion company out of, uh, I believe, Vancouver, and they're also based in Calgary and Edmonton. Let's just promote big electronic shows and stuff. Um, but yeah, we we met through a, a smaller division that was that was uh, the Lux. Well, yeah, Lux, and then you know Aqua as well.
0: Yeah, I think it was totally aqua audio shows. I'm yeah. sure I have some old videos of me going to like raves when I was... Yeah,
1: the raves. Young.
0: Yeah, yeah I, think, I think I met you right when I first turned 18, going out yeah. and partying. And 18, 19, yeah, for sure. Listening to yeah. freaking real hard progressive house. and Yeah,
1: real hard progressive house and screechy dubstep and, uh, yeah. and skrillex.
0: The dubstep I only went to because some chicks liked it. I never like dubstep. Yeah, that's fair. I like it's. It's p- odd. Some of it's. Some of it's great. Yeah, when it's more like, re- like dubby. real
1: dubby. Yeah, when it's dub. When it's actual dubstep. Yeah, yeah. Like don't, s- don't flame me in the comments for that.
0: Yeah, no, <laughs> like the like the serious UK dub, like the lolos. Yeah, like and we, like.
1: We like the lolos. We like the truth. We like you know. We like those those New Zealand boys. We like. The UK yeah. boys.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't like the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the the screechy. <laughs>
1: yeah, like laser beams.
0: Yeah, but I like the... Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah
1: I like that stuff that just kind of shakes the room and makes you scared a little.
0: Yeah, I always remember this one track, Ed Solo, Age of Dub. That was oh, just, yeah. That was like... I think that's still probably I don't even know it's if it's a Dub a track. You know it's the still song? a good one. It's
1: I know it, yeah. That's a good I track. I feel it. It's there's some good music that was released around that time too. That's some good stuff.
0: Yeah. You just got to dig for it. This is yeah, what people don't dig. like new music. Oh, isn't always good music.
1: No, 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 no. Who's
0: on that note. Who's your favorite new band? Actually tell people what you do for a day job. Cause that's a super <laughs> cool job.
1: Uh, so I'm a, I'm a backline technician. It's kind of a weird, it's kind of a weird job. Um, but basically ba- bands and artists come into town and, uh, Their, you know, promoter or tour manager or whoever will call the office that I, you know, that I work in, and we'll basically rent them. Can we plug them? Who are they? Well, yeah, we we can we can plug KLM. That's KLM Backline. You can check out uh, KLM Music and KLM Backline if if you if you so desire. We've got some Instagram pages if you uh, if you want to check it out. We rent uh, a new and vintage gear. Uh, awesome. musical gear so it's like you know we have like um roads we have a Rhodes, we have a, a couple b3 organs cool with the hammond speakers yeah we've got the leslie speakers or the leslie speakers yeah the, yeah, yeah, the hammond b3 with the, the leslie speakers The, the leslie, speakers. leslie speaker those are uh those are the uh, one oh. of the most powerful instruments you'll ever stand next
0: to can i come play one day because that's a
1: dream On- of mine honestly it's it's kind of neat like i can't I can't plug them super hard because I can't like let everyone know what, what exactly we've got in the shop, but
0: right. Yeah, no, but that's yeah. just to know that you have the ham and three through at the Leslie speakers. And oh, for everybody it? that doesn't know, like this is like oh, the this, dream oh, organ, this is
1: a powerful instrument
0: because the combination, the Leslie speaker was the first, uh, Roto, vox speaker whatever it is it's a, it has a spinning horn inside of the box
1: yeah it so there's literally a rotating speaker inside of this box so you, you get the leslie it's a giant box weighs a ton it weighs it weighs so much it's the worst <laughs> like it's the worst thing ever it's so heavy but when you actually set that thing down it just starts like you start it up literally like a tractor like you hold a, a switch Yes. and then you hold another switch and it's like <laughs> and you can hear this thing like humming behind you and you're like my god what is happening <laughs> so you start the thing up and then this this speaker literally inside starts just like slowly spinning around just like and that's how you get that cool like organ warble like I wish we had an organ sound right here right now but it's like that thing that gives the organ that like it's so interesting.
0: Yeah, I'm going to make... Uh, well, I'll try and add in an organ sound after. Well, like, you know, I think what I did was pretty
1: good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think they got the idea. Like, just go listen to, like, an organ. And, right. like, when you hear that, like, kind of warbly sound. If you know what I'm I'm saying.
0: I think people kind of know, know what you're saying. Yeah,
1: and that's how you get it. Like, But hearing it... Okay, this is the cool thing about, I think, cool thing about a Hammond. Or a, or a Leslie speaker in general is it doesn't sound nearly as interesting through like a, a speaker or something like that it's when you hear, you hear in person. the thing in person it's just like this spinning monstrosity yeah yeah the warble you're like wah 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 oh yeah oh this is bomb sample this lit send me this i'm sampling
0: yeah number 70 hey. hammy b3 organ with two leslies on youtube that's tight yeah that warble though that's hot i'm sure people could have heard that they
1: <laughs> it's yeah, incredible it's, it, it's this really interesting thing that happens because the speaker is physically moving
0: yeah. Who, and who's the madman that's like yeah this is gonna sound hot
1: and he was he was right though
0: yeah but they didn't make very many of them that's why it's the hardest part to find is the leslie speaker The b3 is pretty easy to hunt down the speaker is the hard part
1: yeah but um the b3 is becoming increasingly hard to find that's the thing is like as as the years go by some of them get destroyed they get dropped things like this happen happen. floods happen I feel like now they're just kind of jumping up in, in, in value, which is so cool. I love, I love that like old instruments are just kind of so wicked like that. They're cool. They're just so like invaluable. And like when you're there hearing them, you understand why they're legendary. Like that's the thing It's like, no, most people are like, Oh yeah. You know, I have a Rhodes piano sound on my keyboard, you know? Not the same. It's not the same when, when you hear it, Cause it's a physical instrument. Like you are striking. It
0: resonates. Yeah. It
1: resonates in a certain way. It just sounds incredible. Like some of these instruments just sound absolutely incredible.
0: Everything has a certain energy too. Like everything in the universe has a certain energy and just being in the presence of great instruments like that, that I feel like project great energy makes you want to be a great musician for them.
1: A hundred percent, hundred percent. Like that's the thing is like, you're almost afraid to, to touch an instrument that holds so much incredible, you know, talent and and power. Like so many people have made these things famous. Like I don't even, sometimes, sometimes I even get just scared to play guitar. Like, you know what I mean? I'm just like, Oh man, like I, I, I'm I'm not doing this instrument justice, but you know, everyone's got to, got to keep, got to keep keeping on. practicing. You got to keep practicing and you got to keep going so you can get as good as your, your idols and stuff. But,
0: and it's interesting. Like I only started playing guitar. Well, I guess it's almost two years ago now, which is pretty cool. Um, but I had always wanted to play guitar, and I and now, I, and I got to a point where I was like really happy with how much guitar I had learned. But mm-hmm. I, but the last year has almost been practicing the exact same things, but mastering the stuff that made me happy at the point I had gotten to. Um, but it's cool, like jamming with different people and hearing how different, like everybody's style is or interpretation of even just a simple four on the floor beat. Hearing what somebody comes up with in their head uh, that can play a guitar is so unique. Um, yeah, and. I, I, but obviously it's unique, but I don't yeah. even know what else to say. to That let's have a dab because that's what I'm yeah. Let's work. you got the puffco peak in front it. of you, and then I, we'll I talk do about have the... a puffco peak. Thank I, you. I, you're welcome. I loaded up two fat dabs, and mostly just put the carb cap on. Oh yeah, double tap. One two. Oh no, you didn't do okay. it fast enough. Now you got to press slowly. Press one time. Press one more time. Now double tap quick. There you go. You're on Oh yeah. It. Okay, let's do a base. Cheers. Cheers, bud. Cheers to the I'll, beers and Okay, loves so them.
1: while we're waiting for these things to heat up and, and buzz and let us know what's up, um, what 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 would you say about these? What's your what's your honest opinion of the Puffco Peak? Nine I've, out of ten. Nine out of ten. Because I've had a couple Puffco pens that I've really enjoyed, and.
0: uh Used it. Heat up.
1: Mine. Mine didn't heat up. Okay. Double, double tap. tap it again. There, there we go. go. We're good. 'Cause it's such a it's such a sleek looking
0: Oh no, look, it's having a malfunction it's having a it's, it's
1: having a malfunction. That's okay. We'll make it That's happen. That's not
0: okay. They're expensive. Uh oh. How <laughs> so don't want to have a malfunction. Kill it be your Puffco. I've talked so well about your product that it's literally malfunction. He
1: gave it a nine out of ten and it malfunctioned. This is, this is how this is how it's gonna go down watch it it'll work when it's in his hand it was just me i wasn't pressing the button pressing no it did now.
0: the it did the light flash thing see oh it's dancing this is a problem uh oh this is a problem speed is a i believe this is the atomizer connection issue problem. um but I don't know how to move it if i can't heat it up Oh. I cleaned them both very recently, and it's interesting that it's. Oh man, it's funny when stuff breaks.
1: Right as you start to talk about it, right, or like you give it like a good review. I. It's really funny. I did this one time. This is this is a funny story. While while we're while we're waiting for this thing to get rectified, I uh, I one time bought an OtterBox, and you know those like really sick. Yeah, yeah, phone cases Otterbox, right? When they first came out, I was like, yeah, this is dope. I have I have an Otterbox. My phone is indestructible. So I go to work and I work at a construction site at the time. And uh I kind of like show the boys at work. I'm like, hey, look at this! I have the OtterBox, and they're like, oh, sick! Does that mean your phone's indestructible now? And I'm like, oh yeah, totally, man! Like this is gonna, this thing will protect it from like a train. This like is was, the revolution. This is bro. the revolutionary phone case. Like this thing's gonna protect my phone from anything a construction site can throw at me. And then, of course, my buddy goes, can it survive a ten foot ladder fall? Oh. And so I go, oh hell yeah! So I jump <laughs> up on top of a ten foot ladder, and instead of just dropping the phone you chucked like, it a little. like an like an idiot yeah i chucked it a little i threw it <laughs> down. i spiked it a little bit you know I prove like, it to the boys oh, yeah like check this out and uh i was lucky because it wasn't the screen that broke but yes of course the whole back of the iphone 4 that was in there just shattered and <sighs> i had to go get the whole back replaced which isn't ex- as expensive as the as the front which uh
0: we're gonna have to share because nice. this is uh it's actually straight up broken oh my god I know, doesn't that suck? That sucks. Well, at least to. you got two. I know, but we were I was going to use it for the dinner on Saturday. Ah! I know. Call
1: up Puffco. Be like, "Yo, I got a dinner. Help me out, fam."
0: Famalam. I wonder if there's just like oil or something in Could the thing. Could be. But it doesn't make sense. Why would it just stop working? This is what lots of people It was complain. working
1: earlier, wasn't
0: it? Yeah, I hit this earlier.
1: Well, I don't want to like go super deep into this but I got the the puffco plus pen okay with like the little nail the first one yeah like the puffco plus one and it just kind of like did this thing where like the same thing kind of atomizer would wouldn't connect properly and it would just error 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 and you just like you know you loaded up your you loaded up your pen with everything, and now you're kind of like sitting there, like, "Do I scoop it out of there? Like, what do I do?"
0: That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna have to change the cut. <laughs> like, I wanna unscrew it and see.
1: But it's all sticky. Yeah, I got it. Oh yeah. Oh,
0: man, oh, man. We Dan. done did it. It's it's there.
1: We're we're good, fam.
0: I think it. Uh, I think it might have taken the lift and co beating. Oh, okay. It Vancouver set. Session. session
1: super hard with all the people yeah
0: giving it away to the boys
1: so like okay th- here's a question for you
0: oh yeah it's just got way too much oil on the thread
1: how much uh, how much traveling did you do in 2018 for the cannabis sommelier
0: i think i took like
1: eight trips eight trips that's significant dude
0: it was way more than i expected
1: like, no doubt. like Way more and, than I and expected. And where did you go, and what was your favorite, favorite spot to hang out in?
0: Uh, to be super honest with you, um, Chicago was really awesome. Yeah. Los Angeles was really awesome. I love Vancouver. Everywhere I went was cool, because everywhere there had such a unique and interesting cannabis culture. Uh, and all of them were different, exciting, and uh, just so neat to be a part of like these new and emerging worlds and just seeing all these different markets um yeah like los angeles was so high-end focused and the parties were in the hills of bel-air and i was there two times once in june and once again in october um and it was like celebrities and influencers and that was really cool and then chicago it's like it was much more of like a a cannabis mission and because it's medicinal there, it's not completely legalized. So it was a different atmosphere, but still is accepting. Yeah. It's been crazy. Uh, Yeah. It's interesting that Calgary, my, my home base has the least uh, draw for what I do.
1: Yeah. It it does seem, it does seem kind of funny in that, in that respect. It, It kind of feels like we're just like, just figuring it out as far as cannabis legalization goes here in, in Calgary
0: I think especially. we are just totally figuring it out but Feels I hope like that a- I hope that things will change like it's so restrictive to do what I do um,
1: 100%
0: man like yeah it's uh, it's it's a hard roll of the dice throwing some events um, and it's still like you know a tightrope Oh yeah, totally. Um, yeah, but 2019 is gonna be crazy. Like, it looks I'm gonna be traveling at least once a month doing dinners. Amazing. Yeah, it's gonna be sick. It's gonna oh be so goodness. sick. I'm so stoked to work with like all these amazing chefs. I can't wait to be back in Los Angeles. That's where I think things are really popping. Yeah. Especially for like what I do. Um, you know, they have such a fine dining culture already, and there's lots of money yeah not to say it like that, but people are more uh They're more likely
1: to, to come out and actually spend their money on food and
0: yeah drink. food and drink and cannabis yeah. like I'm just selling a fine intoxicant just like anything else. I just want to sell you the best and curate it the best for your experience, yeah, yeah. there's new uh cannabis consumption licenses in West Hollywood mm-hmm. so you can have a uh, like an infused restaurant,
1: oh interesting, mhm, that's really neat, crazy, right, yeah. Well, like that's the end goal, right? Like you want to be able to go in for a dinner and get lit, you know, then you don't have to get too lit after, you know, you just kind of walk out and you're feeling good. Don't have to go out and roll a doobie
0: after, after dinner. Right. I like the idea that um, (laughs) you should also be able to choose like uh, at your dinner, you know, you can go with somebody if they want an infused, they can have an infused dinner. If you don't want an infused dinner, you don't have to have an infused dinner.
1: Yeah, no doubt. I love that. You can just opt out.
0: Opt out. Bail it's as, out.
1: It's as easy as like you know being vegetarian or vegan these days, right? Like you can just kind of come in and say, "Hey, I don't want, I don't want to be high yeah. after my meal."
0: <laughs> don't get me stoned with my meal. Don't get
1: me really, really baked,
0: please. During
1: my meal, please. Just I, I don't want to be any fun at all. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Everyone who doesn't who doesn't partake, you're you're all wonderful, and we all have reasons.
0: Well, you know, people are listening to this show because they're probably cannabis consumers. Well, we
1: we we should hope, but
0: I don't really. I really just hope that uh, anybody and everybody is listening, just because I think I have conversations with really interesting people that are a little bit fueled by cannabis and uh, alcohol. Yeah.
1: You know, one more than the other for, for this guy. Not alcohol.
0: Okay. <laughs> hey, you having a beer with me?
1: I love beer. I do. I love beer. Yeah, this is I going. just don't it's like it. It's not gonna to do access. the rainbow flash. It's not gonna do it.
0: It's gonna oh, I think it's gonna work. I think it's gonna oh, work this time. Baby. Sorry, Puffco. I'm feeling it. Everybody who listened to that and it's like, Oh Puffco. Oh, hey, Puffco. Socks in the Puffco. Pong- you know, it's my atomizer is pretty dirty. Like, I should, of, I should clean it. One of them's working just fine. Yeah, one of them's working good. It's interesting though because all of them hit differently. Um, but I can't wait till there's like a V two, because I have the, uh, I have a Pax vape that I'm excited to try, and it's hooked up with Bluetooth, so that's pretty cool. He's having a dab of mimosa. It's rosin, mechanically separated. I've given a few people the dab. This mimosa. It's uh oh. There's a huge dab in there, so you don't have to finish that whole thing. You can pass it back. I'm like looking at. It, I'm like you pass back, pass back. That's delicious.
1: I will say that's very, very tasty.
0: You didn't even cough. No, no. It's I'm- impressive. And we smoked a big joint of wedding cake before this from Gastown. That
1: was really nice. That was really, really nice. I won't I won't lie.
0: What do you think of the Puffco?
1: I really I really like it. I like how small it is. I like how like versatile it looks. Like it just kinda looks like it works everywhere. Like you can throw it in a backpack and, and just roll with it and and go in the backpack or the the case has got, you know, storage and stuff for everything you'd need like it just it's kind of an all-in-one package
0: it's pretty sweet
1: i like i like a good i like a good you know wax pen or you
0: like a good package
1: i like a good pen but like you know this there's something like that there's something like that that's just wonderful i'm excited for
0: it to be smaller to be honest i know it's smaller than most people expect yeah but i'm excited for it to be smaller that was
1: the big thing when some when you put it in my hand the first time i was like what it's so tiny it feels small but if we can get it smaller Oh, hell yeah. Why not?
0: Yeah, I think I would like it two-thirds this size. And I would like it if this wasn't uh, where the bowl is, wasn't so out. I don't know if that'll ever change, but.
1: Mm-hmm. They kind of stick to their designs, as we saw. They just change certain things. I don't think
0: it needs to be circular. I think it could be square or, like, angled with the with mm-hmm. the chamber. And I think the whole inside of the bowl could be concave. And I think they could probably make more money, everybody. Puffco, if you guys are listening, uh, <laughs> by by creating a proprietary uh, inside shape. Yeah. Probably. So it's not so easy to rip off because everybody started making the inserts. Yeah. They sell the ceramic one. Yeah. It amazes me they don't have a quartz one yet. uh well, that's kind of weird, hey? People are making ruby ones, five hundred dollars. What? $500. what? Yeah,
1: Why it's just like bougie retains kind of? the heat extremely extremely. Much. Oh really? So there's a reason.
0: Yeah, it works much better than quartz, apparently. I haven't hit the ruby yet. I'm not that baller, but I do know one person who has hit the ruby and spoke very highly of it. That's
1: interesting. So just like sustained heat, for longer.
0: Yeah, he he. Uh, the fr- uh, originally, he used it in a banger, like with a torch or whatever or not whatever, with a torch. And uh, he said he could take like three or four dabs off it, off one heat up, and they were all the right temperature. Oh, wow. That's wild. Yeah, How does that even make sense? That's really wild, actually. I know, but you think about how precious of a jam it
1: is. Yeah. It's like, okay. $500? Is it like just a banger that you can
0: just Yeah, it's like the cup that you would put in the inside here. Oh, that's that's crazy. You put it in your banger. That is
1: absolutely insane
0: ruby 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 See, that's
1: the, that's the other cool thing that's another reason why i like the peak though like you know that's another cool thing about it
0: well that's for everything it just fancies to fit in. There. it's
1: so cool like you can customize it i love the work that people have been doing with like the customization like the the colored glass and all the all the inserts that you can put in it and stuff it's it's really kind of it's it's got like a fan base almost ryan fits like, the best
0: ones for sure yeah He's my favorite. Who's that? Just like uh, him a and Gabe blower? Halliday. Yeah, did the did these things called Coozels for a long time, and they're oh, in sweet. the same shape as the top, and uh, just amazing glass workers and cold carvers, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, they they kill it. I'll show you some of the pieces, but it's just fantastic stuff. I uh, I, I I'm, and what played in their advantage the best. Was the fact that their shape already looked um, the same? Sorry, now I'm trying to look up stuff on Instagram and I'm forgetting <laughs> what I'm saying. What a terrible host I am.
1: But uh, honestly, though, if if you haven't seen a Puffco peak before, if you're listening to this and you've never seen one and you're just kind of like new to this, hopefully, hopefully you've seen one. Just look it There's up a on Instagram. On my channel. Oh my God.
0: Yeah, but you see, his shaping was already so he does it really cool, and they put like copper in it and it's beautiful.
1: Yeah, if if you're listening and you have your phone on you and you have Instagram, just look up look up Ryan Fit. That's R Y A N F I T T and just look at the glass he's blown for this for this
0: Yeah, they're super cool. Even the guy who uh, Wow who owns Puffco loves Ryan Fit. But I knew he was he was he was the he was the fit for the the type of work. Like it's just great
1: just wild eh? just
0: great yeah my buddy uh young steve you remember young steve he's got one of he's got a he's got one of these Coozles. this has like a mario scene on it it's really really cool oh that's super sick way smaller than you think it's like it's like literally this piece really it's incredible wow it's incredible i love i love that expensive collector glass such a weird one percent world i often forget that i i have such a awesome advantage to get all these amazing strains um and not everybody says as uh, lives in this weird bubble where you got to smoke out of expensive things so don't you know the puffco is an expensive unit if you don't dab every day probably wouldn't purchase one
1: yeah yeah i i could see that i could see that being a being a thing because what what does it cost i think they're 500 bucks 500 bucks canadian
0: uh but i would take it on the road with me more like at home Mm. just for the sake of the show is why we're using them. But I like to use the torch still and Mm. a banger. I don't think anything will replace that, but the Puffco is really good on the go. I still do get a nice hit from it. It's not a, yeah.
1: And it's quick, right? Like it's, and it looks easy to clean. No, it's it's terribly hard to clean. clean? I would say that's the
0: hands down biggest knock on the unit is how, hard it is to clean the glass is easy to clean but look the atomizer stopped working because it's all goopy down here and like how does that you know i don't really understand how it all gets down there and uh you know the the threading on this is all covered and i cleaned this like a week ago i don't even know people must have been putting too big of dabs in it when i was yeah it's probably boiling over
1: the top it looks like it's come it's come down the sides for sure yeah so yeah it's probably boiling over the top of the too big a chamber
0: might be a user error on this one well Uh, i'm not admitting it but i'm just saying but you know
1: it'd be it'd be nice if it sealed a little better right so it wouldn't totally but like you know can't stop it
0: can't knock the hustle can't wait till it's nfc charging
1: well that'd be sick just put it down right super sick next to your desk or something super sick that'd be a really cool gaming rig accessory Put like, like an RGB.
0: So you hold on, I want to ask about under. that. You like to game, right? Like yeah, uh, yeah, I'm a big gamer. Didn't you go to that Smash Bros tournament in Sweden or Switzerland? Or yeah,
1: I, I ended up going to uh, to uh, <laughs> uh, DreamHack in Sweden and uh, checked out some stuff. Man, it was uh, it was a wild time. Did
0: you play? Did you? I compete? did
1: play. I did play. I competed and I got knocked out extremely early. It is an extremely like Oh, the, like the Swedes take it so seriously, man.
0: Was it Swedish dudes you were playing against? M-
1: mostly, yeah. I, I
0: went on a plane mostly. when I was on my way to Chicago. Uh, there was obviously a game convention or something when yeah. I was in Chicago because yeah. I was sitting in the airport on my layover in Seattle, and it was like Revenge of the Nerds yeah. around me. And, you know, like I'm, not, like I'm not a whatever. I'm a nerd too. Like, man, these guys were like mega nerds all around me. Like flexing all the stuff like and just like you know you couldn't have picked better caricatures of what mega nerds were than these guys and i wish i knew what the conference going on was but were the swedes like this were people flying in from all like were you the only international guy you met or was like a huge deal
1: um people were kind of surprised to hear that we were from canada they 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 weren't that surprised like i think it's a big enough event like if you if you kind of just go and do you smoke weed there we didn't actually that that's a funny story this is this may be a funny story they were kind of like really like whoa because I... You don't want we to were, smoke weed. No, we were sitting... we is were sitting how Swedish people talk? No, no, it was n- not like that Sorry, at all. Okay. It's... Uh, <laughs> I, I kind of wish they did, but like, yeah. yeah Anyways, keep no. going. Tell me about the weed. Okay, so yeah, we were actually just hanging out in in um, like a hair salon. My buddy was getting his hair cut. Of, of all things to do when when you go...
0: Terrible timing. Yeah,
1: like, I'm like, why didn't you get it cut before? Anyway, regardless, this is where we had this conversation. We were talking about about smoking weed... And there was a British girl in the seat next to my buddy. Good looking? Yeah, of course. Ooh. She was well, Did he
0: go to a hair salon? You didn't go to a barber he shop. went to a
1: hair salon.
0: <laughs> Who is your buddy? <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways, when you're listening, like dude.
1: Anyway, yeah. So we're in this hair and I'm sitting like on the chair behind, just kind of like adding to the conversation, not really paying attention. Yeah. But like they're talking about weed And the girl next to him is like, yeah, yeah, like, I don't know. I haven't found weed here in Sweden at all. And the two hairstylists just, like, look at each other, like, literally horrified. Like, I was, I'm like, I don't know if we just walked into, like.
0: How old are these women?
1: They're all around, like, 20 to 30. Like, under 40. Everyone was under 40. Hmm, That's why we were even having this conversation. Okay, okay. Right? But, like. And, and I kind of pipe up. I'm like, "Yeah, we smoke weed." And like, and everyone kind of laughed. I'm like, of course you're Canadian. And we were just like, "But like, literally, like, why? What's the big deal?" And like, Swedish chicks were like, "You don't, you don't smoke weed. Like, you don't, you don't smoke weed here." And I was like, "Is it like that? Like, is it illegal? Like, I, I don't even know. You know I didn't even, on. I didn't even get the full story. Like, it was just so weird. We ended up kind of like just stopping the conversation right there. I'd love to know." what sweden's like legalization status is that it's super interesting like it was just a weird encounter like we didn't really act, like go out looking for i'm surprised for the weed we were playing blazing video it
0: games, in but, the super smash oh my tyranny, though. god
1: like it was just the hugest land party there was just like literally like walls of computers like just
0: marijuana like, laws in sweden are some of the harshest in europe yeah,
1: I was gonna say the like, country
0: outright bans any and all possession, sale, transport, cultivation of cannabis, at that. including medical marijuana. Isn't
1: that weird?
0: Does Weed that is very uncommon in Sweden. So you'll even have a hard time finding it as a consumer unless yeah. you know someone okay, who grows it. So
1: like this is legit, cause like it was the weirdest experience not like, going to Sweden so... anytime soon.
0: But like that's weird. That's weird. That's really weird. You'd think as the world becomes more progressive. Like Sweden wouldn't be one of the places that's like...
1: And that was like one of the more progressive places I've ever been in my life. Like, I I kind of laugh because I'm like, people drive Teslas, but like, where do you charge them? (laughs) Like where, like, there's nowhere to charge them in, in Calgary. Like, I know there's a couple parking garages downtown for like, you know, rich execs. But like, where, if I were to buy a Tesla... Right now, you
0: got to get the battery at home.
1: I well, that's the thing. Is like I'd have, I'd have to drive home. You only get three hundred thirty kilometers. It. Yeah, yeah. Where do I charge it? Like here to here to you got to
0: You got to Planet. There's there's stations. Yeah, for there's, sure. There's one on Gasoline Alley. I know that. Yeah, I know there's one because on Tesla had to alley. had to start building them so that people wouldn't say yeah. this. But you just have to in your Tesla, it'll like. GPS will bring up where the charging stations are so that you should. And it's just like, well, sweet. Yeah. Plan your route, you know, of course, like, of course, the world will be completely electric cars (laughs) by 2025 without a doubt. Yeah.
1: But, but like, that's the thing, right? Like, what if, what if like I bought a Tesla and then you were like, you know what, I'm going to buy a Tesla too. And then we went on a road trip together, both in our Teslas. And then we had to go to gasoline alley and we both have to charge on the one charging station what if there's like a lineup we gotta we gotta move this thing along if we're gonna own teslas that's all i'm saying
0: yeah i get you well obviously <laughs> there's there's one solution build more energy stations. build
1: more stations but yeah that's that's what i was gonna say about sweden is they were everywhere
0: oh see like, so if they, they can be everywhere in sweden they can be everywhere in canada everywhere.
1: that's what i mean it's like they were so far ahead and this isn't like 2016 it was just you see crazy. everywhere
0: you see everywhere though they have they adopt solar energy so much better than canada it's for some reason like or like you know calgary for example has the most sunshine days of anywhere in canada i know and I there's no solar utilization here makes me so sad like how often do you see solar panels yeah. if i could have I like i now that i'm saying it i've looked at taking out a loan to put solar panels on the house But it just wasn't worth it. It it wasn't
1: viable, right? Right now, yeah.
0: But it seems like if the if like if the government could subsidize it, I'm sold. Even fifty percent, no problem. Hundred percent, right? Like if you could get it, a few thousand bucks. Yeah, if you could save any, yeah, done And
1: even, like, if you can start pushing power back into the grid, that's, uh, in my opinion, best thing we could be doing right now. Why isn't
0: every new condo building required to have a solar energy roof? And if they could be energy positive, why are they not trying? Why are condo associations wasting their money when you could literally give free energy to the people living in the building and potentially even give rebates?
1: Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a hard question to, to like truly answer though. Like Collusion. the why question, like really, like we so, don't really know why. Somebody's working against it. I feel, I feel as though that might be true. I I hate to just like go out there and be like, yes, look, people don't want solar. Look energy at Australia,
0: man. Australia, like it seems like every third house has solar panels on it. People are very conscious about it. They're collecting mm-hmm. their energy from that.
1: Yeah, it was uh, it was the same in Sweden. There was just like, and in most parts of Europe that we even flew over, I, w- I was actually looking down from the plane and going, "Wow, look at all the solar panels!" Like in Belgium. See, it, like that's nuts.
0: Wind, <laughs> wind energy is apparently super inefficient.
1: Um, yeah, I would say you're an
0: electrician by trade. Yeah, so you I can am. probably speak to this. I would say
1: in the right places and Alberta is a really windy place. We have a good a good spot. Dude, for you wind should energy. sell
0: solar to fund your music career. Oh man. I think uh,
1: solar's the future. Solar is so 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 great. You, I just wish it would it would just kind of it would it, it would drop that whole the whole problem we're having with it is like not not getting it out there, not actually putting it and not actually Nobody's utilizing it. It. Nobody, yeah.
0: it. What it needs to happen is just the technology needs to progress to a point where it's cheap enough for everybody to have
1: it. Yeah, and it's cool that it's actually starting to happen. Because you know people care, mean?
0: because people see, yeah. and other countries in the world are funding these operations clearly like we might have solar have you seen the solar farms in china that they're shaping like pokemon they shaped one like pikachu or something and they got one <laughs> like a panda no. and, and these are massive massive solar farms i haven't seen this this sounds really good i yeah.
1: like i like this
0: yeah you like anime but it's but it's great you know um and as soon as people can figure out how to make like solar mats or or um tiles for a roof that are solar panels that are very easily networked through nfc and can transition that power uh you know like the world is going to be super unstoppable (laughs) super
1: unstoppable
0: it's interesting because i was talking about it
1: let's just save our world if you're listening like let's just let's just try yeah make solar thinner and more accessible just try well, don't drive a huge truck.
0: Somebody's going to desalinate water and then water won't be an issue. Right? Like, it's like to me, like, it was like, there's only 3% drinkable water on Earth. And I'm thinking to myself, like, how is that not number one priority for Donald Trump to spend like $5.6 billion instead of a fucking wall on a desalinization project? Like, why are we not spending every dollar on figuring out how to turn salt water into clean drinking water? And even if it takes literal nuclear facilities like they build all over the world anyways, mm-hmm. why aren't we doing it?
1: Like I agree. I there's there's again no real answer. Like I I could not tell you. Like we are it's just like a confusing. It's a point of confusion, I think <laughs> for most people. We're just kind of like but but like is it the money? Cuz like we know you guys have money.
0: We you know you guys are out.
1: spending money, but, like, why on why not on this a little bit? Like, right? just even a little bit. Like, not... It's just, like, no.
0: I don't think desalinization... Like, the funding that you actually need... Because you don't have to do stuff on a huge scale to figure out if you've taken salt out of water, right? Like, it's not like you have to, like... You figure it out, then you build it to scale. Yeah. So, I know I'm really interested to look if, uh, if and what and how close people are to that that idea because man that's a game changer that changes the world
1: yeah totally
0: but then we start draining our
1: oceans (laughs) fun
0: that's okay there's no way like if there's only three percent of available water on earth that's and and that's drinkable and we're not crushing through it like ocean's fine
1: ocean's gonna be great
0: it's gonna be great you guys don't, it's gonna yeah it's gonna be delicious don't worry about might, it might you might be a little fishy but don't worry it'll about be it.
1: fun it'll be fun it'll yeah. be like water world <laughs>
0: yeah. i've never seen that movie
1: really it's terrible well it's not terrible it's debatably it's, it's debatably, debatably good okay. no it's debatably good but it's an interesting watch. Give it a try.
0: (laughs) They still have the setup at Universal Studios or whatever. Really? You can still go to the set of Waterworld. Oh, that's sick. Because I know what it is. It's
1: a cool world. That was a cool thing.
0: They filmed a few other movies there. I'm trying to think. Uh, The Edge of... uh, Oh, what's that Jim Carrey movie where he's living inside the TV show? The Truman Show? Oh, the Truman Show. When he he paddles out on the boat and he hits the wall? Yeah. It's in the Waterworld...
1: uh uh, set sick that's wicked (laughs) i actually love that movie so much that's one of those movies that i just kind of like looked at and i was like eh you know it looks like a it looks like another jim carrey movie and i just kind of didn't watch it but i I love jim carrey don't get me wrong but i just didn't watch it until like several years ago and then i was like what
0: this movie is amazing me too i watched it on acid for my first time
1: that's crazy how how was that? Did you have like a, a crisis? Did you no, it was beautiful. Identify with the character. Totally. And, yeah. Like yeah.
0: the technological world, the being trapped, being watched, uh yeah. just the ideas becoming your own person. Collusion. Yeah. Um all of it was such a interesting, deep, thought-provoking
1: movie it's great it's it's one of those it's one of those movies that if, if you watch it and you just kind of don't think about it yeah it's, it's a it's an okay movie but if you really sit there and kind of like give it some thought and watch it it's it's cool it's a really cool movie like one of those one of those things it's that really they, sad like, i cried yeah, pretty it's, hard it is, <laughs> yeah. it's like terrifying like that that whole situation could you imagine being that man totally
0: i was high on lsd yeah i thought i was that man what man like this poor guy it's an incredible it's no an an incredible film i'm upset they took it off netflix because i would definitely watch it again Like
1: binge watch it like watch it six times in a row i know that's like i'm thinking
0: now like when's the last time i watched harry potter
1: yeah gotta do the harry potter marathon every so often
0: like every two or three years did you, did you grow up with you grew up with Harry Potter? Did you read the books?
1: Yeah, I read the books. Uh I only really read up to like the fourth book though. And then, and then you then started I,
0: watching the movies?
1: And then I, I don't know, I'm i I'm a real big sci fi fan and I kind of just like died Do, like dove off. off. My into parents other stuff.
0: read them to me, so it's like, you know, it was a lot of, it That's was a sweet. thing. It was a kid thing.
1: It's like, yeah, it was a thing. You just kinda you know the whole story. That's People sweet. are gonna
0: age me now. They well, you should be able to figure it out. There's been enough you should be able to figure out how old old I am.
1: Anyways. make a guess in the comments
0: yeah make a guess in the comments whoever gets it first wins a bottle of hot sauce yeah
1: that hot sauce was so good oh my goodness so if you've been following andy's instagram he's got uh some serious hot sauce on the, the
0: serrano deck. sour diesel scotch bonnet triple s
1: my goodness that great was great thing. i was actually so impressed with that
0: i'm glad you like it i'm gonna have the recipe up on my youtube channel Something I didn't tell anybody, but I, I cut myself when I was doing the video, so I kind of don't want to put it up. But it's also kind of funny because I think it's authentic.
1: <laughs> when people <laughs> see me mess up, <laughs> you know. Oh, God, no.
0: <laughs> I dropped the blender blade and tried to catch it by accident. Nice. But then it, it's nice. funny because I read the top of the blender after, well, Sarah actually read it. And she's like, if you just read the top of it, it says, do not pour this while the blender is in. <laughs> just open it right here and all i had to do to avoid the injury on the ninja i got injured on the ninja oh no was just to uh open this one little flap i work i should work smarter not harder anyways made some great hot sauce though <laughs> no blood is in the hot sauce No
1: blood made it into the hot
0: but sauce. there was hot sauce in my blood <laughs> and that hurts so bad <laughs>
1: Oh my god, it's like, you know, when you have a little cut on your hand and you like cut a lime or something and you're like, "Oh, oh my god."
0: Oh. Yeah, except so 10 old. times worse cuz I just sliced it pretty pretty good, like almost right in between my fingers and it had habanero hot sauce oh, in it. Oh
1: man. See, that's <laughs> that's like see habaneros is a little painful. Like it's just a little bit of like it's a little bit of pain. Just it's, starts, it's good pain, but it's like it's a little bit of
0: pain. It's pain. Uh. Full. Oh my god. Have yeah, you ever forgot to play on CGSW? I think the last time I saw you, you were playing on CGSW.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've. Um, oh, actually, yeah, I have time to. I have time to plug my thing. I guess I. I on the thirtieth, uh, I play on ninety point nine FM in Calgary, uh, CGSW it's uh the local community radio station like uh call or i guess university uh it's it's awesome i'm playing with uh with a buddy of mine jonathan crane who is the other half of shark tank who i didn't really get to talk about earlier but yeah we're playing with uh with our friend um cord lust you can check him out he's a techno and uh techno and other genres i'm pretty sure he's he's producing other, other 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 genres than techno but you can check us out we're we're live uh i think it's 12 a.m to 2 on the 30th
0: late night on late college night. radio
1: yeah or you can check out the you know
0: 90.9 on your dial in calgary alberta
1: there's another podcast actually as well after after uh we we finish the show it goes up as a podcast so you can go to uh cjsw.com and then uh, click shows look up modulations and you can find us there it's it'll be under powershark and jonathan crane
0: modulations powershark jonathan crane i'm sure you could put that into google
1: yeah that that might even work
0: i'd hope so cjsw modulations powershark jonathan crane click download download rinse repeat listen if it to it sounds two hours nice, of music play it twice ra-ta-ta, ra-ta-ta, ra-ta-ta. you got a favorite artist right now
1: oh you know i've been really feeling and uh i've been really feeling herbie hancock which is kind of a weird a weird kind it's of favorite weird. artist and I, cool, I go dude. through phases of favorite artists and i i, I love certain things but I just keep defaulting to herbie hancock and for some reason technical death metal. Yeah, okay. It's just like a lot of it's a so lot what you of jazz. With. It's a lot of jazz and a lot of like really technical death metal. That's and then of cool. course like my standard house house and techno music, but I don't really have a favorite house and techno artist at the moment. I kidding. never
0: listen to house and techno music now. It's uh, since I left the DJ game, it's like the probably the last thing I want to listen to.
1: Yeah, uh, fair enough. If you're uh, if you're not completely absorbed in it, it's it's one of those things that's not as accessible as maybe it should be. But uh it's great to dance too. Oh, it's wonderful to dance to. It's 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 a you know, that's the whole point of it. In, in general, I wish I had gone and danced dance, to the Chicago dance, House dance. Club.
0: That would have been I was fun. In, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, you should have checked that out.
0: I went to like a frat bar one night. It was pretty funny. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, <laughs> so I had like this hilarious tourist experience. It was great. I had a great meeting early in the morning, had a beer, and then I kind of went and tied one on. I was on vacation. It was like my one day ahead in Chicago. I got everything done. Well, actually, I didn't get everything done, but I just kind of got lit. Anyways, I went I went to this like tourist bar and whipped a ice shot at a bell, and then we went out <laughs> later with my buddy uh, Javi, and it was and we went to this bar and it was like this awesome ultimate like it was funny because Javi's like a like a Mexican dude like a big Mexican dude, and he takes me to like the whitest white guy frat bar I've ever <laughs> been to. I was like, I. I I don't even remember what I was dressed in. I was dressed pretty nice because I had had a meeting earlier that day. Yeah. And I was like, man, like, I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, I've never felt so comfortable somewhere else. I was like, this is the last place in Chicago you're gonna get stabbed or shot.
1: Like, what are we talking? Like some kind of like Boston pizza kind of deal?
0: No, it was heat. It was called the Slippery Slope. It was an awesome bar. Like yeah. it was. To the oh rim. crazy! It was just like if you would let Mount Royal University out,
1: yeah, and just let him put go. him in a
0: bar in downtown Chicago. Yeah. There it was. <laughs> I was like, holy,
1: holy moly!
0: Whole time and I had been around like uh you know a, a lot of great brown people and uh, which I which was awesome. But then I ended up and then I was you know and then Javi took me to like. I honestly felt like it was the whitest spot in Chicago. <laughs> That's how I felt. I was like, I was like, these people are crackers. Like, like, <laughs> like, you know, like I felt like I had a hood pass on everybody there. <laughs>
1: and you're like the Canadian guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm like the Road Canadian standing around in a suit. Just like what is happening in here? It was pretty, yeah, it was pretty, it was, it was, it was funny. It was, it was fun to watch. For sure. And that's... then I had some of the best tacos of my life outside at this street taco. See, taco that's Madre. Why. That's why. Yeah, those were crazy good. It's were... the tacos, that's why. They were great price. It was like the only thing I ate in Chicago was street tacos. <laughs> Tight. I know.
1: <laughs> that sounds like a great vacation. Just was... like go on vacation, eat nothing but tacos. I legitimately think that sounds great.
0: It's a working vacation. But when me and Sarah went to mexico when we got engaged we went to like this gourmet inclusive resort yeah it was so awesome because they at you know i only went to the breakfast buffet a few times but they straight up had like fresh tacos fresh made tortilla uh in, in in the breakfast buffet they'd be pumping them out well after living with two mexican guys i realized that basically everything's a taco because you eat tortilla with everything um <laughs> i made spaghetti one night and uh they were they were eating the spaghetti with the with the tortilla.
1: Oh, that's and, so sick! Yeah,
0: making spaghetti tacos. I'm doing that. It was it was. It was I am it, doing that. It was it was pretty legit. I'm gonna tell you the story about the tortilla lady. This this blows my mind. I'm just gonna go off path because I have no idea what I'm talking about. Anyways, yeah. So this tortilla lady would show up to the to the vineyard. And uh, at first, like, when I first got there, there was, like, a fat bag of tortillas. Like, huge. Because they eat tortillas with everything. (laughs) (laughs) My roommate's Ishmael and Candido. I'm not saying this is a general, but, like, it is pretty generalized, it seems. It's, it's, you know, it's your bread. Anyways, uh, so this tortilla lady, like, came and they would always, like, buy tortillas. And then, like, she kept coming every two weeks. But then the tortillas, like, kind of started stacking up. Yeah. But they would always buy more and uh then i it was like really weird like the winemaker took dude to the airport to go back to mexico and he was like oh i forgot he, in spanish like panicked he's like i forgot this 700 bucks you got to give it to the tortilla lady and so the winemaker tells me this, i'm like yeah there's so many tortillas in the house i'm like why is the tort is the tortilla lady like taking all of the money it's like, who is the tortilla lady? Who is the tortilla lady? Right, the mysterious tortilla lady. <laughs> so you can only imagine all the conspiracies I have about the uh, about the tortilla lady. In- long and the in the end, the winemaker's like, no, you got to go back to Mexico with your seven hundred dollars in your pocket. Like, <laughs> you know, he was panicked about it. That was in- that was interesting. I love Mexican people so much. I think I talk about this. I think I talk about authenticity. And, uh, and how much I love Mexican people in every single podcast episode. <laughs> That's
1: tight. Hey, See, you know, everyone everyone loves everyone, man.
0: I want to move to Mexico or I get a house there. I don't know if I'd ever move there. But I, I think weed's going to become legal real quick. Cannabis, sorry. Oh, yeah. Weed. But yeah. Mexico's going to legalize cannabis and it's going oh, to become yeah, a sure. booming thing. Like, oh, you know, Jamaica's... People are gonna s- stop going real f- like as cannabis becomes legalized all over it'll be so interesting to see how things change like I bet Amsterdam's taking a huge hit right now on their actual tourism dollars Oh,
1: I can only imagine i i like you were saying, I think in the first podcast again like i like Canada's almost better for weed tourism
0: oh yeah did i like say that tourism. it's great here
1: I, th- I think that i think you said maybe that, someone a- said that maybe. i think it's Canada's almost better than than the states for weird weed tourism or or even amsterdam right now it's cheaper
0: the states is crazy california has such a, so much progressive laws and it's kind of like the wild west out there Cannabis yeah. tourism out there seems like so amazing just i don't know if anybody really wants the the level that i imagine in my head I don't know if that right the consumer crossover is there. I can understand doing it for executive parties and um, kind of one-off things like I do, pop-up events. But I don't know if it would work all the time just yet. Sixty years from now, cannabis will be so normalized. I talk to this all to people about this all the time. I had I got grilled for a podcast. Oh, I'll, I'll plug her. You're on with Ashley Goring. There you go. Check it out, Ashley. And. Uh, <laughs> i was asking her like i completely forget where i was going but i think it's the appropriate age for for kids to be able to consume cannabis yeah oh it was about her kids will never be able to grow up in a world without legalized cannabis yeah like they're two and three years old they're never going to remember that cannabis was illegal
1: yeah exactly normalization to them is
0: so different than than to us or our parents it's uh yeah it's like it's not going anywhere for them it's it's what they're going to grow up with it's going to be hand in hand with alcohol and it's going to be duty sealed cannabis which blows my absolutely blows my mind you know i had a fake id when i was in high school um no i'm good and uh you know i'd buy alcohol i'd buy cigarettes yeah same same people can just go buy cannabis now
1: yeah exactly well, like that's one thing that I've kind of been noticing is like, do kids even care about about smoking cannabis right I now? I don't think so. I, I, they'd I think rather it's smoke. Kind of vape. not cool. I, I don't think it's as cool. Like they like jewel
0: mission complete. They right? Like they jewel
1: things, man.
0: I think this is what the government wanted, though, right? I don't know. Like, how, hopefully if you make not, weed but... not cool, then nobody's gonna want to do it. Like smoking's not cool anymore. How few kids smoke, right? Like I feel yeah. like I was the tail end of this last desperate small generation that was like smoking and now it's like i don't at least in my social circles and everywhere i go i do not see people smoking i do not see the amount of people smoking that i used to yeah like it's it's not cool and i think they and i think that stigma goes towards cannabis consumption which is totally fair to deter kids and to deter anybody in colorado 40 percent of the market's edibles so you know people want to eat edibles people don't want to get Uh, people don't want to smoke
1: yeah yeah that's fair enough it's uh i don't know i guess i guess there's like a couple things that go along with smoking like you know you you smell if you know you smoke the right thing like if you're smoking a cigarette like it's not necessarily a pleasant smell to a non-smoker we went outside to smoke so yeah exactly like we went outside and i think that's the best way If you're going to do it, like I I do like smoking joints and I do, I do like smoking. I like it a lot more in the summer. Yeah. It's more, it's more my favorite kind of summer, summer jam.
0: (laughs) Right. Like it's not very enjoyable except for when I'm snowboarding. I do like smoking a joint when I'm snowboarding. You just sit down in the middle of the trees.
1: Yeah. Just sit down and 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 find a nice spot.
0: If you're listening to me, I don't know if you're about this, but if you sit down in the trees randomly to smoke a joint, make sure you have your back against a tree so that somebody can't run into you. Yeah, no doubt. Because this is a super real thing. Like, people will dip in the trees and some people aren't as good as you are, and they'll start following your track because they're nervous, and they might run straight into you. I've been, like, super close to being dusted. Yeah. And so I've learned my lesson.
1: Yeah, especially, uh, you know, I I always see people sitting underneath, like, little ledges like almost like little jumps like people sit like right underneath a jump
0: oh yeah that's and I'm just like
1: why why would you do that like i i come i'm a fat i'm like a fast snowboarder like that's my favorite thing to do is just fly down as fast as i can out Sometimes, for a rip are you Yeah, boy? out for a rip like uh, i, I love i love snowboarding but i'm definitely not the not the type to just go off a, off a huge jump but i'll i'll like go off these little like lips and stuff just tiny little things and they'll be like people just sitting there and I'm just like, whoa. And you just kind of have to like panic and bail and just kind of get out of their way. And it, it kind of...
0: I've tapped a lot of kids' helmets, like jumping over them.
1: Yeah. It's just, it's tough. It's, it's, I don't know. it It's hard to train, it's hard to train people to, to sit in the right spot and think about all those things at once. So what do
0: you think about policing the mountain? Because like that was a big conversation over the years is policing the mountain to find people consuming cannabis. Is oh, it a danger really? to other people on the mountain? Is it as dangerous as the booze that they serve? Should they give people the opportunity to have a place to safely consume cannabis so that people aren't being hunted on the mountain?
1: Um, you know, I've never really even heard of of policing cannabis on on a yeah Lake Louise. They had uh, really like
0: like uniformed cops on fucking skis. Like wow. looking for people smoking weed before legalization.
1: That is insane. I I had no idea that. I they thought did it stuff was like
0: hilarious. I, all I could think to myself was like, "Let that cop try and catch try and me." Catch someone. Yeah, like well, come, but that's the thing come is, get is they me. must
1: they must be pretty skilled. Like that's the thing is why would they send them out there if they weren't gonna gonna actually you know catch? How
0: someone? skilled can you be? Like you know, like I'm an I'm an I I competed at snowboarding. Like I'm an expert. Yeah. Snowboarder. Yeah, I have no fear. I'll jump off anything. I'll go down the fastest thing straight at it. Like, how bad do you want to catch me, copper?
1: Yeah, exactly. And do they have a
0: gun on their hip? Because that's even funnier.
1: No doubt. Like,
0: you shouldn't. Okay, if you're a police
1: police officer and you have a gun on your hip, (laughs) okay. Let's just all take a long second and think about what happens if you fall. I know that most Canadian police carry Glock's and those things don't have like safety or anything. They've just got like a
0: amazing get some snow like, in it.
1: Trigger safety. Yeah, you just get some snow in there and your gun starts going off. Man, that's just it's just irresponsible. Just yeah,
0: I don't think there's still with guns. They just I, got a billy really club hope, and a taser.
1: I just really hope that they're not that they're not doing that. I just I just would think...
0: You would hope they'd ride unarmed, right?
1: Yeah, I, I would really it, hope they'd ride unarmed. I'd really hope that, like... It's
0: kind of a scary thought to think that anybody would even be riding around a mountain with handcuffs looking to catch you having a beer in the forest. That, but
1: that's what I mean, is it's like, I almost feel like the mountain is this, like sacred place like you you go out there and you can just kind of do whatever you want like you, once you're up on the on the mountain then you're free like there's a freedom to that that's why like, they're
0: sending the police out there
1: yeah th- there's there's a freedom up there that they, <laughs> yeah, like, they want to take freedom, man bro they want to take it and i don't know why that's so sad motherfucking <laughs> police state We're police stuck state here. bothering nah. me while i'm snowboarding well like you know i could see them standing at like the top of like chairlift or or like you know a chairlift i don't even care about chairlift you're you're out in the open it doesn't matter if
0: you smoke a joint on a chairlift you're like a amateur amateur hour well
1: that's amateur but it's not even that big of a deal like i wouldn't we'll even give i wouldn't even give someone that much crap for doing that but if you did it in a gondola that's another story
0: i smoke weed in the gondola every oh, time oh you bad boy
1: i've never <laughs> gone to sunshine and not gandola <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, that's the, incredible. I I feel like that's where they would catch the most people. You just like get out of there. and You're like, <laughs> and the guy doesn't like, even you, care. Boom. The guy doesn't even care. That's but like the thing. most of them are just like you know young young guys. Like well, young, you just young drop all gals. you
0: drop all the windows. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you walk away, and it's like, is it worth that guy's? Yeah, time to be like, time? no, he doesn't. If care. it was like a Cheech and Chong hot
1: box that opened up, I'm sure they'd be That like, would be oh. hilarious. That's what I want to see happen, though. That's like, that's like. <laughs> I'm
0: sure the that's vapors funny. do it all the time now, oh, yeah. though, right? I'm sure. So it's probably even easy, like uh easier to get away with it. But yeah, yeah. I always ganjola every single time. <laughs> I, I one, love how
1: you have a name for it. Is this is this a thing that I just don't know about? Yeah, totally. Ganjola? The, the ganjola The ganjola
0: Yeah, the, you can't do the gondola without doing the gandola. <laughs> one time, I was riding up the gandola like late night. They kept it open for me. I had like called late. I was staying up at the resort at Sunshine, and I went up by myself. And that was the scariest experience because it was pitch black by myself in the gandola. And I'm like, and you're just like, well, I can't not go up. And not smoke <laughs> weed. So I packed my bong. Yeah. And I was in the gondola by myself. And it stopped. And I'm in pitch black, like, Amazing. swinging. And if you've never been in a gondola before, like, I'm, like, 80 or 90 feet off the ground, in the mountains, in the air. Like, this is not a comfortable Sketch. situation. Yeah, it stopped. Sketch. So now it's bouncing. And I'm like, oh, my sweet Jesus. And you're like, oh, please. No cell phone reception there, too. There might be. I don't know. Anyways. It started up like a minute later and I was that was a that was a long <laughs> minute. I was yeah, like at least I got a pillow and I've got my snowboard gear. I had my jacket, and my snow pants and everything and I've got a bong I was like I can make it through the night. Oh man.
1: I would have lost it. I would have been so scared for like that entire minute. I would have been losing my mind. I would have been like, yeah, okay. All right. I'm I'm going to die." In the cold, in the scondola. they stopped
0: it. That's, that's how it. I feel about my problems with the Google Play Store, Google Play Google Music. Google right Play now. Music. I apologize for the technical difficulties for getting updated episodes. If that's still happening,
1: <laughs> I don't know. I haven't checked in a while, but we checked earlier, and for some reason, episode two, episode two is up on iTunes. Yeah, but not on Google Play and Spotify.
0: This is recorded pretty early. I don't think it's gonna be up for a week, so I'm, I better have that problem fixed, or I've been not diligent in what I do.
1: Well, you know. This I, is I hustle. Yeah, you do hustle. Kill
0: it. I'm not gonna mess it up. Yeah, I hope I can. You know, I um. Yeah, patience. Pick an idea, stick to it, be consistent, be accountable. That's it. Yeah. That's it. You want to make music? Put out a track every every day, every week, even every month.
1: Just set a goal. Just stick show, to it.
0: Well and show people? People want to see you on your. Social feed, whatever, uh, becoming somebody. People love to see you it's fail. True. It's so easy to watch people succeed and think that uh, an overnight success is there. It's like, oh, this guy just started making music and now he's here. It's like, no. I think everybody works a shot a job that they don't like, uh, and and does something that they do like at home until it becomes a job or it's forever a hobby, and they keep that job that they don't like
1: yeah 100 percent.
0: how many people work jobs that they don't like
1: like literally so many people
0: right and there's a job for everybody yeah i think it's cool that entrepreneurship's cool i think it's cool that technology's cool i think that it's cool that cannabis is cool i
1: think it's cool that like anything kind of do-it-yourself is really cool right now yeah D- that's my favorite thing diy like just kind of you have so many tools at your, at your fingertips. It's, it's amazing.
0: What do you DIY?
1: What do I do it myself? Yeah. Well, like, you know, obviously the streaming thing. I've been really getting into like, okay, this is maybe not like a super DIY thing, but like I'm teaching myself cooking. Like yeah, I'm just kind of teaching no, myself is, how to cook and, cool. and like really kind of got into barbecuing and, and just taking care of, you know.
0: Any recipes that you like lately? Any like standouts?
1: I've been doing a rib recipe okay that i just love
0: tell us about your ribs are they a dry rub are they uh, a wet are they a wet sauce what's so up so
1: i do a dry rub first yeah and then i what's okay. a new dry rub my dry rub has like paprika yeah and lots of salt and pepper yeah it's like kind of my rule and then that's like a rule that i've discovered especially if you're doing any kind of meat
0: people are scared of salt, salt for some reason and
1: pepper yeah. Oh my goodness. Those two spices, you can literally just put like you can just put salt and pepper on a steak. Mm-hmm.
0: Sit it there delicious. for like
1: 2 hours, mm-hmm. put, throw it on the barbecue for a little while. Get some olive oil in there too. Yeah, you could throw some olive oil. You could throw any kind of olive oil in there. You, I I actually have like a bunch of sick fl- like flavored olive oil at home right now.
0: Don't fla- don't use flavored. Just use Why like not? a good cold press. Why
1: not? Okay, I guess that's true.
0: You would salt and pepper?
1: <laughs> you would not know. <sighs>
0: That's my jam. Yeah, salt and peppers. I was so scared of pepper my whole life. Why? I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know. I thought that like small doses or whatever. I just I just didn't think I liked I liked it. And then when I started cooking, that it was a, it's a crazy lesson that you learn. It's like oh, oh yeah. you need a decent amount.
1: Yeah, and like even in my hot sauce, I put pepper in. Even de- decent quality. Like if you can find one of those like really nice kind of pepper blends, you can just improve a dish.
0: Yeah, you need that fresh to cracked another,
1: to another level. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. fresh cracked. If you got a grinder, yourself grind it.
0: The rib, ro- with the ribs. Hey, that's good. You got any salads yeah. or anything you like? You doing any pastas I you haven't really it that been, way?
1: I haven't really been doing salads. That might be my next uh my You got a girlfriend? Takeo- no, no, I'm single right now.
0: Next date, ladies. He's single. Next date, he's taking you to a cooking class.
1: Yeah, I'll take I'll actually I'll actually cook for you.
0: He'll cook for ladies, you. He'll take you to a cooking cook. class. Okay. At his house.
1: Hey. oh, Smooth Fonzie hands. Hey, We're doing Fonzie hands hey, up in here.
0: Anthony Fonzarelli. <laughs> I've never seen Happy Days. I just know the guy's name and yeah, I know no, the show he's from.
1: No doubt. No doubt. I'm on the same page. But I, I got the know. cultural reference. Yeah, it's great. It's a great cultural reference.
0: I appreciate that. We're killing it. I appreciate that. Okay, well, you know, I think uh I think on the Fonzie you note know, we should uh a on out of here Hey yeah. Uh, I think you should leave with some parting words. What do you want to tell everybody and maybe plug yourself one last time?
1: Um yeah, if if you see me on, on a poster anywhere, uh Power Shark, uh, you know, if you're in the Calgary area and you and you walk, you know, down a street and you see a poster and you see, Oh cool, Power Shark, just you know, come check me out. Uh, I'll I'll be DJing and uh, if you want to follow me on SoundCloud, it's SoundCloud Powershark, uh, and then stay tuned if uh, if you're into that sort of thing on on my Instagram, uh, Shark underscore Master underscore Lurker, uh, and I'll be posting up my new uh, Twitch link there, so uh, make sure you give it a follow when it comes up, and we'll be uh, we'll be streaming lots of. Uh, Lots of cool music, right to your living room.
0: That's rad. And let's get this man a international show. Anybody listening that wants to book him, he'll uh, he'll come with me for free, and we'll just get him a yeah. We'll just get him a show wherever we're gonna be.
1: Cannabis sommelier back to back power shark.
0: Yeah, exactly. Cause we can do it big. That'll be sweet. That's another thing. If you're listening, I'm a. I'm a DJ. I'm playing my first show. I'm, you know what? Before we bail, I'm playing a show on February oh 22nd. My, on
1: February 22nd.
0: Yeah, at, at Trolley Five Charlie. Brewery in Calgary. Amazing. At for the Turntable Festival, they released a Turntable Logger, and they're doing a Turntable Festival. Oh wow! And I've never played an all vinyl set, and I'm gonna be playing all vinyl. I'm gonna be bringing a crate in, and
1: that's sick, man.
0: Jamming out. So yeah, I'm stoked to, uh I'm stoked you were here. Thank you so much for chatting with me, sharing your stories. Um much respect. I really appreciate your hustle and everything and can't wait to see what you do in music. Uh thanks bro. You too man. Cheers. Thanks again. Bye-bye. Bye.